Welcome to the Plan Simple Podcast. I am your host, Mia Moran. Moms have the power to change the future, but not if we're stressed out and exhausted. Looking at food, lifestyle, spirituality, and work, the Plan Simple Podcast is for busy moms who want to create a healthier and happier future. Listen in for inspirational conversations and valuable strategies to plan for your best life. Hey, let's talk work and the summer. I'm so excited to be here talking about this. This is episode number four in this series I'm doing on summer and flow. So I'm just going to repeat myself a little bit because I don't think I can say this enough, but flow stands for food, lifestyle, om, and work. So at this point before this episode, there has been an episode on food, one on lifestyle, and one on om, and now this is work. And we're really looking at how to fit in these different categories into our summer. And in some cases, how to really use summer to get the most out of them or use summer to really feel the way that we want to feel in these categories. And I have found this practice in any change of season to be super meaningful and helpful in me showing up to the life that I really want to live. But I do find that summer, like the Christmas holidays, has this whole other level to it because it is a time of year when we have a lot of preconceived notions of what it should look like and people might be telling us what ours should look like and that might not quite go with what how we want it to be. And so it's a really good time to get clear to be really clear on what you want out of summer and how you can get there. And if you're listening to this and you're like, what are you talking about? We've been on summer vacation for two weeks. I am not in that case here in New England. We still have two more weeks left of school. But if you are in that case, I too have pretty much all of summer planned. And I've gotten more and more smart over the years about how to plan it. But this work really does work even if you feel like you have your whole summer planned. Because this is almost like just sometimes reframing things that we're already dreading (laughs) or reframing things so that they feel different than we think they might feel or getting healthier at a time when we think we might not be able to succeed at getting healthy. All this stuff fits on a layer above whether you've planned or not. Okay. So know that and then let's get planning. And there are planning sheets that go along with this. I mostly talked through the planning sheets in the lifestyle episode, but the planning sheets have little tidbits from all these categories. And then in these episodes, I've also given you maybe a few other little planning um, to do, not to do's, that's the wrong word, little planning exercises that you can do on a piece of paper or in your notebook, or if you have a flow planner, you can do it in there. So This should be really helpful in you showing up, this is the visual I like, you showing up in September to that back to school night and being asked, how was your summer? And you are not going to have to rattle off everything you did, though you are welcome to, but you will definitely feel grounded. You will feel successful. You will feel like you did what you set out to do because you're feeling the way that you set out to feel. And so you might just smile and say, great, but you will be saying that great with a whole new level of authenticity than maybe in years past. I don't know about you, but I definitely have said sort of through gritted teeth, how are you? Oh, I'm great. Um, But this really helps us change that and really be clear about how we are um, at any given point. 
Okay, so let's talk work. You ready? So pretty much the flow process as it is exists because I personally needed to prove to myself that I could work myself while also eating well, making lifestyle choices that felt free and nourishing and like I was a good mom and also having this sense that there was time for me, that there was this time for me to be quiet and connect and what I call home. So that is where this process came from. It came from a very personal journey because I wasn't sure that I could work and do all these other things well that I really wanted to do well. And I had to figure out how to think about the day differently. I had to figure out how to plan differently so that I could believe that these things could all coexist and that it was just my job to figure out how. So this idea of balance, I don't know that I love that word in the traditional sense because I don't know that balance necessarily means that everything is equal, but balance I do think can be a feeling. It can just be a feeling of feeling like everything's okay. That is what I mean when I say balance. And for me, it is perhaps hardest in the summer, especially when it comes to work, because I think I just had this idea of what I thought summer should be and what I wanted it to be. And, and I had this idea of what work should be and what that needed to look like. And they fought, like those preconceived ideas really fought each other in particularly in the summer months. And then it got easier to me for me when I started to acknowledge what a big transition it is from the school year to summer. And when I really realized that I could feel, I can feel any way I please if I just train my brain to feel that way. And I talked about this, I think, in all the other episodes that are about this. Um, and for me, it really all starts with a word. That's the way that the flow planner starts us all off. Um, it's the way that we start the Flow 365 retreats. It's really figuring out what is your seasonal word? What is the word that is really going to pull you forward that you can make guiding decisions on for this season? It can look different in different seasons. And this really needs to come not from the outside, not from how you think it's supposed to be, but really from your heart, from your soul. So that, that own work really helps with this. And this word is really an important guide. And I feel its significance more than ever with the work in the summer. And this is because I've had summers where I wanted to feel ease. And that was my word. Ease was my word. And then my work bucket was overflowing with challenging work and challenging clients. And they weren't going together. I've also had summers where I wanted to feel really productive. I like went into the summer just like wanting to get a ton of stuff done. And then I'd have projects that were on hold until the fall because other people were having summers, right? And luckily, I think that summer that I got really frustrated was the summer I actually wrote my book, which was a good thing. But I got to, I got to practice my productive muscles. But what I find is it's 
it doesn't have to look one way. It can always be a little bit different. I don't know. I don't know if I go like on an every other summer thing or it's the different ages of my kids, but I just am super clear in summer what I want it to feel like now and the best way for my work to support that. So my word for this season, as I think I've shared before, is reliable. And my creative juices have been flowing for the past couple of weeks. The next cohort of Flow 365 is going to be all ready to get going in late summer. And then right after that, the next version of the Flow Planner is going to come out and it just is going to need some love and attention and creativity and marketing and all that good stuff this summer. And so it's really important and it also feels really exciting to want to dive into this all, like all at once. Until I remember that I have three kids and who are home all summer for the most part and that we have a lot of trips planned. We have a lot, you know, we're, we're going to, we're going to visit my 101 year old grandmother and that's really important too. So this is what I do. This is how I make those two things go together because I don't want to be unreliable to myself because reliable is my word. And I want to be reliable to you all. And I want to be reliable to the people who are in this amazing container that's Flow 365. And I want to be reliable to my family. I want to be reliable to everybody. That's my word. And so it's really important to be clear for any word, for any word that you have. So this is what I do first. I get super clear about what I want to do work-wise between, and this could go into other categories, but we're going to talk work here. I get super clear on what I want to do this summer and what can wait until late August. And I make this choice in May or early June instead of mid-July, like when I'm actually needing to do the stuff. So if you're listening now, don't worry, it's not too late if you're listening in July, but the idea is that you want to make choices now that will guide the rest of your season. You don't want to do it when you're in the middle. So the way that I do this is I sort of make a list of everything that I think needs to get done. I call this um, a mind dump. I just, I do this quite regularly where I just dump everything out. And then I take a piece of paper and I divide it into two and one half is summer and the other half is stuff that is going to happen in the fall. And I sort of start placing things from my list in the two places and then I cross things out and I draw arrows and I just let myself go through the creative process of getting really clear on what can wait and what needs to happen. And very often I have it all wrong because, you know, I want to be creative and sometimes what I'm needing to do is, you know, the grunt work and it might be summer and that might not feel the best, but that's what needs to get done for this, this thing that I really want to create. So that's what I do. And then that's an unfair statement to say, because if creativity is my guiding word, then I make sure I'm doing creativity, creative stuff all summer. If that's the thing I want to feel, then that is what I do, but that is not the word I picked. I picked reliable somehow. So to be reliable, I need to just figure out the work that makes me reliable to all the people that I serve and want to serve, right? Okay. 
So I just, I have this like worksheety experience and I just make choices. I make choices of what happens when, and then I go through what's left in summer and I make sure that with the time I have, I can get those things done. So, you know, I say summer is three months, but summer isn't three months when you're on a road trip for two weeks and, you know, kids are fully home for that one week in between something. And then you're sort of half working, um, while you're at your parents' house. Like, so it's not all, all work. And I'm going to get to another strategy I have in a second. So I want to make sure that those things I'm writing down in that summer category are really, really realistic. And then, um, I'm just, I, I try to honor that. And I tell everyone in my life in advance what to expect and what not to expect of me once I decide what's happening in the summer. Does that make sense? Okay. Another thing I do in summer is I batch more than usual. So I find summer is a way, is, let's think, I find summer is way more about chunks of time versus consistent days. Does that make sense? So for me, the school year is very consistent. I know which days I have more time, which days I have less time, and they pretty much stay the same, except when we're in the middle of the end of the year recital season. Um, I pretty much know when they're the same. But that is not true at all in the summer for me. So I might have, um, you know, the kids in a camp, someone in a camp that's for three hours. I might have a week where I get to work and they're around the house and then I take them to the pool. It's just all different. Some days they're away. Some days they're in a longer day program. Um, I tend to have my kids around a lot, but it's just can always look different. So we have to get really clear about what those, those blocks of time are. And what I find is that when time is like that, it makes much more sense for me to get into a zone and batch. So this might mean that I create all my social media posts for a month in a day, or I create all these podcasts in two days, or I spend a week making images for a slideshow, whatever it happens to be. And then the next two days, I can go to the beach with my kids, or I can... Um, you know, do some summary thing that I said I wanted to do. And it's really, really hard for my brain to start and stop creativity. So I try to test that as little as possible um, in life, but especially in the summer. Okay. Which leads us into this idea of practicing presence, especially in the summer, because as I said, I do feel like we're pulled in lots of directions. So in the summer, when I am working, I want to be 100% looking my amazing clients in the eye on Zoom. I don't want to be asked, you know, tapped on the shoulder while I'm on those coaching calls by my daughter to watch her new and improved cartwheel. I don't want those things to overlap. And I want to create really strong boundaries around that so that I can be 100% present in what I'm supposed to be doing. And this isn't specific to summer, but I find it's a more important boundary for me to hold in the summer. In the winter, usually my kids are in school. And so the thing that's pulling me is, you know, a Facebook post, not somebody whose cartwheel I would love to see, right? And then when I am with my kids, I want to be able to watch that cartwheel with every cell in my body 
and ignore any notifications that are coming in on my phone. So this is in part me being clear with my family and knowing when I need to leave the house to work somewhere else so I'm not distracted by the kids. This is also in part leaving my phone in the charger or putting my computer in its case and putting it away and fully engaging in the grass and the energy of the kids running through it. So knowing that there is work that is scheduled and the not too distant future because it's on the calendar is really helpful for me. And knowing that there is time scheduled in the calendar, like I'm thinking back to those old moments, those down moments where I'm 100% with my kids is super helpful to me. And again, this idea is not unique to summer. I think we should all practice presence at every moment, but I do find that summer really tests this notion in a different way, especially if we're really wanting to be great parents and great workers or, you know, great other things in the world. And we don't want to alienate either of those two things. Presence is important. Okay. So one of the ways that I do this, and this leads me to my next thing, is I have really found the power in planning one or two work retreats every summer. And this is so helpful for me because I know that I am far from perfect, even as much as I practice this notion of presence (laughs) and that I might check something on my phone or I might get, you know, offend somebody because I'm not watching them and I should not be paying attention to my work. And I also know that I can get ideas at very inopportune moments. I know that about myself. And because I know this, I have created this ritual that I know has my back and I can fall into. And this is what I do. I schedule two weeks, not in a row. They're two separate weeks where all of my kids are out of the house or I leave the house. And I have a whole day, a whole week, a whole night, whatever, to get done what I need to get done. And sometimes this might mean the kids go off with my husband. Sometimes it means my husband's home with the kids and I go off and stay in someone's house. Sometimes I divide them up between grandparents. Maybe last year somebody was at camp and two people were the grandparents. It is definitely a puzzle, but it is such an important puzzle, such an amazing puzzle to figure out and really claim that week for you. Another thing that we started doing is I... And this is a harder line for me to draw, actually. But I now plan for a week that involves my husband and I having a weekend away, which means my husband's working while I'm here working for that week. And means it just means we have to draw the line um, very clear that that is a work week for me um, and that, you know, it can't be about playing. So that is a really, really important tool for me work retreats during the summer. And then that really enables me to like take a week of vacation and feel good about it. So another thing I do in the summer, and this ties into that idea of um, being a little bit screen free when we can. And that is that I bring my journal everywhere. And I, and, you know, 
or I bring my camera everywhere, or I bring my sketchbook everywhere. This could look like anything. I happen to be writing a lot right now. There's been moments when I've been photographing a lot. There's been moments where I've wanted to like sketch ideas or, or do collages. But I really think that, you know, I shared the two extremes when we were talking about this idea of practicing presence and the two extremes of, you know, being in work and being with kids, but there are many, many moments in between. So I might take the kids to the beach and my husband takes them on a walk or swimming and I'm just sitting there, right? Or I might take the kids with friends for a swim at the pool and then they're just hanging with their friends because they're older now. And in both scenarios, I may decide to be all summery and go for a swim or a walk or whatever they're doing. But I also could sit with a journal or a sketchbook um, in case inspiration hits or to make inspiration um, hit. And I just feel like this is such a fun practice to just tap into creativity and do work. You know, sometimes I journal at this time. And the cool thing is, is that my kids do it too. And so a lot of times I'll, you know, write out Instagram post ideas, but by hand instead of typing them, or I'll write down photos I want to take or pages I want to create for you guys or podcast ideas. And I'm doing it on paper in a moment that's not, it's not distracting anybody. The computer technology is very distracting. So I'm really clear that obviously I'm not going to bring my computer to the beach, but also I'm on paper, I'm sketching. And the cool thing is, is my kids do too. And every summer, one of the things I do at the beginning of summer is I buy everybody a fresh journal or sketchbook um, or summer notebook. And, you know, we have fresh markers. And this really is so fun for everybody to do. And having this book really ensures that I'm trusting my creativity and they're trusting theirs and that we know that we have these important ideas to capture and we're capturing them. And this work really always helps me with that transition back into work in the fall because very often I am writing down ideas that will help me in the fall. Does that make sense? So those are my strategies. So let's think about how you're going to make this work for you this summer. Here's a couple of ideas. You could grab a piece of paper and start jotting down what you're going to do this summer and what you're going to wait to do until fall as far as work is concerned or the house is concerned or whatever. We're talking work here, but you could use this for any part. And don't worry about being messy or crossing things out or moving things around. Just really play with it. Have fun with it so that you feel really good and solid about the things that you're going to do this summer and that they're really making you feel the way you said you wanted to feel. Okay, another thing you can do is think about what your days look like. Are they the same as the rest of your year? My guess is that they're not. So what do they look like? Do you work longer or more intense days? Do you have more days off? Do you work different hours? When are the kids home? Really look at those days and block out how work might be different with this new schedule. And then set a boundary around work. How will you be present when you're at work? And then how will you be present when you're quote unquote off of work, right? I feel like I'm never off, but we make that boundary. (laughs) And if it speaks to you, use that tool. I love sharing this tool of scheduling a work retreat for yourself. If If that doesn't resonate with you, maybe you schedule an own retreat or a lifestyle retreat or a food retreat. But having a retreat for mom in the summer is, I find, really helpful. 
So that's what I've got. That brings us to the end of this four episode series around planning for your summer planning for a summer that you can really be proud of come fall. And I cannot wait to hear what ends up on your pages, how this works for you and your family. I've heard from a few of you. I've heard from people whose tweens aren't so excited about filling out their sheets and that's cool. I've heard from other people who got all these great ideas for a rainy day for their little kids and that always threw them off. Um, I've heard from entrepreneurs who are really excited about the work that they're going to do. And it's a little bit different than what they thought they would do. Somebody had a great idea to really use summer to, um, boost her business in a very different way that really was summary. And so I love hearing everything. So don't hesitate to reach out if you get stuck on any of this. Um, I don't know. I've been thinking about opening up a, a, a fun, coaching session to do it. So stay tuned to your inbox. Maybe we'll all hop on Zoom one day um, once you've put in the time, but always feel free to shoot us an email. Check us out on Instagram. And if you like what you're hearing on this podcast, please, 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 we're in a big growth phase and we would love to get some great guests on the podcast. We'd love more moms to hear this material. And the best thing that you can do to help that happen for us is to go leave a review on iTunes. That is really helps us um, get in front of more people. It's just the way the algorithm works. And then those guests who we really want on here, they want to see that a lot of people have reviewed it. So thank you in advance for doing that. I hope you love everything you hear. And I will see you on the next episode of the Plan Simple podcast, where we will be talking to an amazing guest. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Plan Simple podcast. If you loved what you heard, the biggest compliment you can give is to share the podcast with a friend. And if you really loved what you heard, if you want to go onto iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review, that really helps us get the best guests we can and improve the podcast so that we're serving up exactly what you want to hear. I will see you on the next episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. Bye for now.